So really what I wanted to do with this whole channel was to basically come on here and give you some value. I don't want to come on here and just talk whatever reckless and talk about nothing i want to come and give you value a lot of us out here man in this instagram and this facebook world we see a lot of things and we see the end result of stuff that we want to be stuff that we want to accomplish but no one ever wants to tell you how to get there everyone wants to charge you a fee everyone wants to do some webinar you got to pay a thousand dollars for it it's crazy right so i want to bring people on here that have an expertise in the stuff that you're interested in and I just want to be, I want them to be transparent, right? I want them to be transparent so that they can feed you the knowledge that you've been, that you've been searching for that no one, no one wants to give you. So, I mean, that's what it is. So today I got my homie Jake from North to Flip It YouTube channel. And um, he's going to share his knowledge with you guys. Um, you can ask questions. Whatever you want to do, ask questions. I'll ask him. I got some questions for him. And I want to dig deep. I want to ask him some questions that he may not even want to answer. But we're going to ask anyway because it's all about giving you that value. All right? So without further ado, let's bring him in right. Let's bring him in the right way. Here we go. Jake, know it to flip it. Jake! <laughs> hey, man. What's, What's going up? on? What's going on, man? Oh, man. Nothing. Chilling with you. Kicking it. We kicking it, man. All right. We kicking it. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you coming on here. My first guest. We kicking it off. I've been telling you I was going to do it. Finally did it. Had to be my first guest. So we're going to jump right in and dig into your brain, man, of this reselling and this YouTube. You're like a phenomenon, man. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a phenomenon. I met you what two right. years ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we met like two years ago. Two years and, ago, and uh, you were and yeah, and you were doing YouTube, and you were telling me about it. Right, and now you surpassed me in a year. Yeah, you right. had eleven thousand. This man yeah. is balling. Right, <laughs> right. This man is balling. We yes, we were talking about Jordans and reselling, and then we got into YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So so you call yourself the Plato's Closet Mafioso, huh? <laughs> I do what I can. Yes, sir. So listen, man, I want to I wanna, um, ask you some questions to, you know, get some things out of you for these people who want to know about reselling. And reselling is is a serious business, man. It's a serious thing. So people want to get into it, but they just don't know how. So I want to start off with the basics and then kind of dig. First and foremost, what was your motivation to get into reselling? Like what drew you to it and said, you know what, this could work? Uh, basically being broke. That was what, <laughs> what got me into it. <laughs> like the first time I started reselling was like, uh, in the mid two thousands. And, um, I was, I was married at the time and, um, just needed extra money. So I was, uh, selling like jerseys and stuff like that from TJ Maxx, not making a ton of money, making like $30 a, a jersey, stuff like that. But at that time, you know, that was much needed money, you know, $30 was a lot. And so I was doing that for like a year, year and a half. And that's kind of what got me into eBay and selling. And then I kind of went dormant for a while and kind of like, you know, with the kids and stuff like that. And, um, years later, you know, after I got divorced and I had to pay child support and all that, 
I was broke again, and uh, I had to get back into reselling. Like, yo, I gotta find a hustle. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was it was it was pretty bad, and uh, so I was like contemplating whether to get like a part time gig on the side because I work a nine to five, but you know there was a lot of expenses involved with that, mm-hmm. and um, so I was like thinking about like working at like Home Depot or something like that, like a part time like a part time job, like ten to twelve dollars an hour or something like that. And, you know, I was just doing the math. I'm like, I'm going to be working like 10, you know, like 10, 20 hours. I'm like, that's like $250, $300 minus taxes. And I don't really want to do that, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to be that dude. Because I, I, I'm not really like into like customer service and stuff like that. So, right. you know, like people wanted me to do stuff or get stuff or God forbid, like I was a cashier before I hated that too. Right. Uh, like. So that's like, to me, that's like nothing like when you're a cat was like when I was like a teenager, I was a cashier a couple places and all you were praying was that your line wouldn't build up. So you wouldn't have to do any work. I already know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get all like that long ass line and it's like shit, you know? So I definitely don't want to do anything like that. So then I was just starting to do the math. And then, you know, um, I think it was because I was going to thrift stores looking for like shoes. And like I said, I, I saw a pair of shoes, like these Jordans that weren't in my size, so, and I so, left. Real quick, real quick. I'm sorry, uh, buddy, but let me let me ask you this, though. So you're going looking for Jordans, right? And Jordans are the obvious pool, right? You can make money off Jordans. When you first started, how did you get your product knowledge up? Like, how did you know what to look for? Because I'm telling you, I've, I've been to the store with this guy, and he can look into a pile of, I'm talking about crap, and be like, that's worth $200. And he'll go sell that shit for two hundred dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. So tell them, like, kind of, how did you get your product knowledge up? Uh, be- well, I think once once I like once I got back on my own and I was like single and all that, I kind of got back into myself mm-hmm. and kind of getting into the things I like again. And part of the things I liked that I always wanted was shoes because I I like love shoes as like a teenager and stuff like that. But like, I got started real early when I got married and had kids super, super early as a teenager. So I kind of like had to stop focusing on myself. And when that, when I got divorced, that's when I started focusing back back on myself as well. So that's, I kind of started getting back into the shoes and I started kind of watching YouTube videos on shoe reviews and like, cause, cause my budget was very limited. So I was like, what shoes do I want to get and this and that. So I was kind of going back through all the shoes. And then I started just getting into watching like shoe tube video, like the shoe tuber videos, and before I knew it, like every Jordan, like the last ten years, it's like I knew the name of it, you know, I knew the value of it. So wow. it was basically a lot from just kind of watching YouTube, to be honest with you, and following, and then doing research on uh, comps when I started reselling again. But the way I really did it was like I was looking for shoes for myself at at a Plato's, and there was a pair of shoes that was like a half size too small for me. And I was like, damn, man, I wish it was my size. Like it hurts my feet. And I left them. And then something like clicked. And I was like, I should have sold those. You know know what I mean? They were like $25. I could have like, because I was trying to buy a pair and I saw a pair and the ones on online were like 150. I couldn't find a pair for under 150. And I was staring at a size. One that was a half size too small for like 25 or $30, you know? Right. So then I was like, damn, I should have just sold it. And that's kind of, Right then and there, that's when I started getting into it. Yeah. So, 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 what would you say are like some of the key 
skill sets or tools that that one would need to really be successful at it because you know i've 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 sold eBay before and I know how I can get like you can get a bunch of junk and it just sits there, you know, and especially, especially here's a trap, especially if you buy from Goodwill or Play-Dohs, there's no refund policy. So you mm-hmm. can't take it back. So now you're sitting right. there stuck with a pile of junk that you can't sell. So what type of skill set or, or tools that you need to say that, that you would say to be successful at doing it other than just product knowledge and all that, you know? I mean, but I, honestly, anybody can really do it. It's just about expand, like, but it is about expanding your knowledge base and knowing how to do research. Like, the, I mean, like, honestly, anybody can find out like the value of a shoe immediately, right. especially a Nike or Jordan. There's a code inside. You right. could just yeah. go, you could go, you could just type that into eBay or Google it, get the name of the shoe, and go into the sold listings. You know, and what I'll usually do is you sort sort from highest to lowest as well okay so you can see like the max that she will go for. right i right, mean don't right. don't even don't even be just like just looking cares about the latest sales in my opinion i want to see like the most that she could have went for you right. know right. so that gives me an idea of how high people are willing to pay and then so, you kind of go so, through that now for you so you're not you're not full-time yet right no. do you plan to go full-time because i know you make good like you've told me some numbers before and i don't know if you care to share that because, you know, one man should be in another man's pocket. <laughs> you told me numbers, so I know. But I'm saying, you make good with it. So do you plan to go full-time? Um, I mean, go ahead. If, if I mean, if it worked out, I mean, the YouTube would have to pick up with it and all that. Right. Because, to be honest, I mean, people can make a lot of money reselling. And if you follow Instagram, there's a lot of there's a lot of young, young dudes, too, uh, yeah. Making good money, like six yeah. figures, but it's a tw- it's a twenty four hour twenty four hour a day job, you know. Right. I mean, because you, you got to constantly be finding product, you got to be listing it, you got to be shipping it, you got to print your labels, you got to take it to the post office. Right. I mean, look on Instagram, look at everybody's pictures. They're sitting at the post office with like seventy boxes. <laughs> right. Who do you think? Who do you think packed them and then took them all to the post office and dropped them off? You know, not right, their right. secretary. You know, they did it. So you can make a lot of money, but it's how hard are you willing to work? And me personally, uh, with my nine to five right now, my nine to five is not that difficult for me. Okay. And so right now it just makes more sense for me to resell. And you got got the benefits. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I got the benefits. So it makes more sense for me to resell uh, part-time and make that money on the side. Um, But if like the YouTube picked up and I could get, you know, uh, more money from that because though YouTube is basically just documenting what I'm finding. Right. right. So they kind of go hand in hand so that I could do more videos and stuff like that. But at this point, I just, it, it doesn't make sense yet to do that. We got a question. We got a comment. It's uh, from Jamie. She says, what are some of the best stores to search for products to resell? Uh, ask, well, it depends, Jamie. Like, uh, are you, do you have a big budget or do you have a small starter budget? Because let's, let's, let's say you got a small, a small starter budget. I mean, if it's a small starter budget, I say always the best ROI is in thrifting uh, and like Play-Doh, like consignment stores like Play-Dohs and Uptown Cheapskate, Buffalo Exchange, because okay. your, your ROI is the greatest. 
you can get some of those stores that you get stuck with them <laughs> with the merchandise sometimes. well well here's the thing like if you know what you're doing right um right. you can like there's some amazing deals like sometimes you can find shoes that you could flip for a hundred like no problem for twenty five dollars you know and that's not a high investment Right. And that's a hundred on the low end, right? If you hold it, you might get like one fifty. So yeah, I, that's what I say. And like I was just in Goodwill, and like because I haven't been thrifting as much recently. Mm-hmm. And I went back in Goodwill and I picked up some little like a diabetes monitor mm-hmm. for five dollars. I remember that. Uh, did you did no. you do a did you do a video? No, no I just I, no, not yet. Okay. I just I just did it like the other day for five dollars, and it sold for sixty in one day. Real right? quick. Want to shout out some people that's in the comments over here. We got Stephen Hawkins running shoes. He says, uh, Plato's Closet Mafioso. Here we go. Appreciate boys. that. We got Ulysses card up in here. We got Jamie. All right. So we want to appreciate them for tuning in and, and leaving some comments and, you know, taking in these nuggets. But go ahead. So go ahead. Finish what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So I was just saying, like, your ROI could be crazy on, like, the, my best ROI on stuff is always is usually is always like thrifted from thrifted because you you're putting it yeah because you're putting in such small dollars yeah 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 oh and, like that like that um like that perfume was it perfume we picked up it, it there was, was like perf- three bucks and sold for like ninety dollars yes yes yeah. that kind of stuff like you That's you crazy. won't find that and then on top of that the stuff that you find at like thrift the Play-Dohs are usually are going to be one offs right yeah it's not going to be hitting the market at the same time, like stuff you see at Ross and Burlington, like that stuff's all hitting the market at the same time. So you're going to have a lot of competition in that product. Whereas if you're picking up like one-offs from Goodwill, Play-Dohs and stuff, it's not the same. It doesn't, you know, so that's mm-hmm. what I say. If it's a small budget, if you got a big budget, I mean, you can go selling, new, selling new product is the easiest. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Getting all More the new people, releases. Well, because more people are interested in new products, right? right? They know exactly what it is. You don't have to take the t- especially with the, the sneaker apps and stuff like that. You don't have to take pictures anymore. You know, right. you just yeah, true. pick the item and you list through the size. So you can move a lot faster with new items. You don't have to clean anything, right? Right, right. Yeah, because so, I, I know mean, you being there with that scrub brush getting them. <laughs> getting yeah, that's, that's the right. one thing. That's the one thing I hate because like I pick up a bunch of shoes and they end up sitting in the side of my room because I haven't got around to cleaning them yet. Yeah. But if they're new, I could have listed them as I was walking out the store. Well, since we since we're talking about shoes here, Stephen Hawkins running shoes says, "How long does it take to sell shoes on average? Like, how long do you hold on to inventory for the most part on average?" Uh, honestly, it it really it really depends because if I priced on the low end, a lot of the stuff I can move within weeks um but i don't you know but sometimes i I price on the high end and i'm the only one with that size or something like that and it can sell in a couple weeks or a month and i'll make 100 125 dollars on one shoe uh but sometimes but the way i feel like this is like if the if the investment is low Mm -hmm. i don't care if i sit on it for a year you know what i mean if if i put 20 if i put 30 dollars into it i don't care if i gotta wait a year to get 130 out of it you know that's just I got two questions speaking of speaking of that. Um, so what do you find? Because like you're, you're telling me both ways. So I was going to ask you, are you like slow dime or fast nickel? Have you heard those terms? Slow, 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 dime. slow dime is you hold on to it longer, but you get more money out of it. Fast yep. nickel, 
lower the price, get it off. I hate fast. No, I'm not about fast nickel. I criticize fast nickel. I know fast, I've seen your post. You fast nickel. People. Fast nickel kills the market. <laughs> you curse people <laughs> who uh, go into Ross and can't even get out the store good, and they're taking a picture in the store. Hey, that shit's cra- yeah, that's crazy, man. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So where where do you where do you house all this stuff? Because I've seen some some resellers that get garage spaces, storage units. I mean, are you big enough to to take it there, or you still keep it at the house? No, I no, I got I just got like I got boxes in the garage. Uh, I got a couple boxes in the dining room, and then I got a bunch of stuff in my bedroom. But okay. yes, yeah, I'm not. I think I I don't have like crazy. I think on eBay I got like 160 items listed. On on Goat I got like. 50 shoes or something like that. So it's not like, it's not like crazy inventory. Yeah. But I mean, if I stop reselling, if I stop picking anything up, I mean, money would just come in. You know what I mean? That you, you, you invested in it and then you're just waiting for the returns to come in, you know? So, so with the, with the shoes, how do you spot the fakes? I mean, cause we don't, we don't really have to worry about that too much with the clothing, but with the shoes, how do you spot the fakes? Uh, honestly, uh, Cause that's a trap like, right there. Yeah, like, but if it's like a top, like they 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 have like top grade fakes, right? Mm-hmm. Most people don't. You don't see those most of the time. Um, you usually see. Well, you probably don't see them because you wouldn't be able to tell because <laughs> some of the some of the fakes are so good that you know you see you YouTube videos. They're comparing the shoe, and there's like very minor differences. Like so, something like that, you'll have a harder time with. But the majority of the fakes, like I've never sold a shoe that so anyone like, like said it was fake. never came back. And what? any shoe, uh, any but any shoe shoe I've sold on Goat as well. Now Goat authenticates shoes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I sell used pairs on Goat all the time. Never has come back to me. So my authentication skills are pretty good. Now, like I, I said, I call you when I right. walk out the prayer. I'm like Jake. But you just never text me back, though. You know, you text me back like the day later, and the shoes go. Right, because I, I don't want you to get them. Because I want to go in there and get them after you left. <laughs> That's why I haven't put you on my Play-Doh's plug, man. <laughs> I already know your Play-Doh's plug. He talks to me too. I know, I know, I know you do. Yeah, I ain't tripping. You know that's not my forte. You tried to get me into this long time ago, and I'm like, nah, Jake, that's you, man. <laughs> I yeah. just do it if I see it on the whim, you know, on the fly. So I'm not tripping. But, that's all you. But. Uh, in regards to authentication, like honestly, a lot of the fakes are easy to spot. It's really the label. The label is the first thing you look at. So I, what I would recommend is look, trying to look up some authentic pairs, like with receipt or on eBay or whatever. Just kind of look at the labels, compare it to the one you're looking at. A lot of fakes give themselves away easily. The label fonts are off. Uh, then you look at the stitching, the stitching on the shoe. Like the Jordan, like so you're always going to see a little fat Jordan, man. Yeah, I've you're seen always going to see Jordan logo. <laughs> uh-huh. That's crazy. And a lot of them are real light because they yeah. don't have the same. They're not made of the same materials. So you said something earlier though about sometimes they're made so well that you can't tell. Look at the irony of that and what we put on labels. Yeah, you know what I mean. And brands, mm-hmm. oh, it's Jordan, but you're wearing a fake pair of Jordans. And you don't even know, but you still value it the same. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like it's crazy, but hey, that's what's gonna put the money in your pocket is the people's desire for it. So, yeah. I mean, it's what uh, validation or whatever, right? Yeah, validation. 
with that 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 jump, man. So, um, well, I mean, think about it. It's that I mean, just in regards to merchandise, though. Everybody, like people, natural instinct or whatever. Not everybody's like this, but a lot of people want a floss, right? Right. So if I'm wearing a pair of Travis Scott ones, I mean, you know, I'm wearing thousand dollar shoes on my feet, right? Right. So what do you think? You're like, damn, this, you know, this dude got money to blow, right? Right. But what's funny is, dudes, we don't. I mean, we don't even think about it. like females don't know that damn Travis Scott is worth thousand dollars they just see a damn pair of nikes on your feet absolutely man. it's only dudes that know it's in, it's all dudes look up to you right dudes will look up to you but right. women will be like they won't even know yeah all they care about is the shoes look good on you if you if you right. can just gotta be clean you right. gotta be clean. clean yeah and not oh. busted so when you when you were talking about um starting up right the financial way of starting up so so if you don't have a lot of money would yeah. it be safe to say and i'm not a financial advisor but would it be safe to say that you could kind of look at it because you are a business right um sole proprietor so would it be safe to say if you have a credit card you have no money but you have a credit card and yeah. you you've brushed your, your knowledge up so well that you you can say you have faith in yourself and you can say i'm gonna go out here and i'm gonna buy stuff that i know for a fact that i'll turn a profit would it be safe to say or would it be a logical option to use the credit card to kind of leverage your, leverage yourself up and uh, pay that off and then just keep going. Yeah, I mean, what what I would say, like, the situation like that as well, I would go up into low investment items. Okay. I mean, if, if you're going to use a credit card, I mean, like I said, there's so much stuff out there that, I mean, especially when you first start. Like, if you if you first start and you got no money, mm-hmm. $20 is something to you. Yeah. And sure. there are so many items I'm telling you right now, so many items at Play-Dohs, at Goodwill that you can make $20 on, no problem, and, and put, you know, yeah. $5, $15 into it. I just, me personally, it's not worth it for me for $20. I don't want to yeah. list it. I mean, I got stuff that I can make $100, $100 on and still sitting there needs to be cleaned. Right. You know, so I don't want like 80 shoes that I can make $20 on and I got to clean them all and take pictures of them. To me, it's not worth it. But if you're just starting out and you need to build capital, I mean, that inventory is out there. That $20 a pop inventory is sitting there, man. Right. Like, people just don't want it. So would you, say that, would you say that something like Marshalls and Ross is kind of like the middle ground? Like, you're not going to spend too much money, but you have kind of like a safety net because if it don't sell within the 30-day return period, if you're trying to do the fast nickel thing, you can always take it back, refund it, and just go and get something else that you think that could move faster? Yeah, you can do that. I mean, but at, like we're, you're usually going to pay at least fifty dollars. Yeah, with the plus, shoes now. Plus tax. I remember and... what two years ago the shoes were thirty bucks, twenty bucks. Now they're all fifty nine, six. They've caught on. I mean, it, in a way, right? But at the same time, it's just inflation as well, right? Everything goes up in price. Yeah. So Stephen Hawkins running shoes. He says. Uh, so what if one day that Ross Burlington and other stores stop selling shoes, what else uh, would be a good focal point to start reselling? What other things out there are kind of good to jump into to have a higher side? Personally, like if you know what you're doing, eBay is littered with shoes you can make money on. Like if, if you yeah, if, if you feel that. like 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 sometimes while I'm like sitting in the bathroom, man, I'll just be like going through. <laughs> I have like a bunch of saved searches. And um, 
I look for stuff, especially people who put stuff up to bid. Yeah. Um, because if somebody's not looking for that exact item at that exact time within whatever the three to five to seven days, mm-hmm. you can get a, a crazy steal. Yeah, I've seen you. Uh, you saw you got some Jordans actually and resold them. Oh, yeah, I got, but I have one. I haven't. I haven't even put in a video yet. But a pair of size sixteen, right? Uh-huh. A, a white cement uh, fours. You need, and, you need to let me get them. You know, I'm like two sizes off. Yeah, I'm, I'm fourteen. Yeah, I, I flap around like <laughs> Sasquatch. Like you're one of the you're one of the you're one of the Bigfoots. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me. It's hard on a pimp out. So they so they exist. You're talking. You see one on your screen right now. <laughs> and I'm not even six foot. That's the crazy part about it. But yeah, stop <laughs> trying. Stop trying to flex on your. I got big ass feet, man. Get out of here with that. Man, I anyway, bullied, I was bullied as a child about my feet, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> So, yeah, so eBay, like I said, is littered with shit like that. And I paid, it was on bid. And obviously how many people with size 16 are looking at that exact moment? Nobody. Nope. I got them for $95. I sold them for 280 Damn. Yeah, that's a I had one. to, I had to wait. I had to wait two months. Right. But I got to, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, I would honestly, if you live like in the middle of nowhere and you don't have any of this stuff, just learn, just learn what you just start doing searches. Learn a couple of shoes that, you know, can flip for decent money. Make some searches for those shoes and you can learn. Maybe you can learn like five models that, you know, flip for good money and just have searches for those. And when people list them too low, buy them, have them shipped to your house and relist them. Make you 30, 40, 50, 100 dollars on them. Ulysses says uh, he loves shopping at Burlington or Marshalls for some good sneakers. And for me at NYC, no sales tax on stuff up to 120 So Ulysses is still in all wait, the Wait, 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 wait. There's no sales tax in New no, York? No, in New York City, no. You need to go really? out there and shop. We need to take a trip, man. Up to 120 There's no sales tax? There's no sales tax, no. Let's take a trip, go out know there, that. run it up, come back and sell, man. We split the difference. <laughs> I would figure New York would have like some high ass sales tax. Like Chicago's nah, like eleven percent. Nah, man, it's just high cigarette prices. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, I love Burlington. I love it. My wife loves it too. She's staying there. I can't keep her out. <laughs> hey, um, real quick though, let's let's um let's talk about YouTube. So there's, it's like, man, YouTube can be like a Rubik's Cube if you don't know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Can you share some of your personal strategies on how you were able to grow your channel in one year up to 11,000? Because, I mean, you laugh about it, but it's hard to get 1,000. It's really hard to get 1,000. Yo, that first 1,000, man, you, you got to gut it out for that first 1,000. Yeah, 000. man. That, the first 1,000 <laughs> separates the strong from the weak, because. <laughs> yes. Because you're making videos for nobody, and you just got to keep doing it. You just got to keep doing it, and you just got to suck your pride up, put your put the effort in, and watch that video get like eight views. Yep. And then one guy's like, "Your videos suck." Oh, like one, yep. you find that one hater that just shows up. You know what I mean? Like, where'd you come from? I don't even have any viewers yet. Don't Why are you hating on those me? Those negative comments. Don't delete it because yeah. like, YouTube looks at that. It's, hey, I pin those fools. Like if somebody if somebody comes at me like real hard, they get pinned. Yeah. I, I pin their ass on top and I talk shit to them on the bottom. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so what's some of your strategies and what is? Because I I know what you've done. You've told me what um what are some of your strategies and 
tell them the significance of being active in the community of what you're doing, like resale. I know you're really active in the resale community. You've met people. I'm I'm trying to I'm kind of answering your question for you, but you, I know you've met people and it kind of catapulted you. So kind of go into that a little bit and tell them how. Well, that's I mean, for you. I mean, for sure, like it just reselling in general. Uh, you do want to get into the you know quote unquote community, right? You want to on Instagram. You want to like follow other other resellers. You want to uh, kind of look. Cause a lot of re- a lot of people are posting like the stuff they find, right? Right. So you're you're getting like a heads up of like what is valuable because people mostly are posting stuff that they're proud of. Right. So you can be like, damn, okay, I can look for that, I can look for that, I can look for that. I mean, that's easily a way. And then you can communicate with other people. Um, you know, follow them, they follow you back, or you know, some of the bigger YouTubers, you follow them and get tips and stuff and DM. A lot of people answer, like I answer people. Right, but you've questions. actually, but you've actually befriended some of the bigger YouTubers. How did you do that? Because I know people want to know, like, how do you get into the good grace of these people who can kind of bring you into that circle and help you build your following? Well, I mean, just just in general, though, like, um, you got to mesh with people. You know, you got to like, um. Like when I, cause I was like, I always watch like Hustler Hacks channel. Like Hustler Hacks was one of the uh, channels that I watched like when he was like doing pawn shops and stuff like that. So right. I, re- I really liked his, his personality was really cool too and stuff. So I was like a fan of his and um, they were doing like some meetups and um, not far from me in Tampa. So I just went and I hung out, you know, we all just yeah. kind of clicked. And, not um, asking for anything. No, no, you That's don't ask nobody for Number one thing, right? Number Never one ask. thing, just be, yeah. just be human. Just be normal. Don't ask for anything. Don't expect anything. People, people yeah. know when you want something. Yeah, yeah. People, and then they're gonna be like, man, you know, get, get, you know, move to the left, move to, you know, you know what I mean. So people can feel it. So just be genuine. I can tell you that. Be genuine, and just be a sponge, and just be cool. And talk about other things. Don't go there talking about YouTube. But I mean, just just regardless in any kind of friendships with people or right. stuff, you always got it. You know, people have to have stuff to offer each other. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Whether whether it's your personality or you know, you guys just crack jokes or whatever. You know, you can't just expect you can't just show up somewhere and just stare at somebody expecting to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody people has people they like. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So you, you got to just, you you know, you got to open yourself up. You got to, your personality, you got to like, you just got to be cool. You know, people, like people who are chill and cool are, are gravitate towards other people who have that same kind of vibe. You know what right. I mean? So I would just, you know, like just reach out to people, you know, just reach out to people, be cool. I mean, if you always have something to offer, maybe you have some information to offer, maybe you found something and you want to give somebody else a heads up, like, that you that you like, you know, like people have DM me and be like, hey, Jake, keep a heads up. I found X, Y, Z, you know, and I'm like, cool, man. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, it's you know, like people are like reaching out and they're reaching out with like positive things, you know. Do so, you um do you try to respond to all the comments? I respond to every comment. Yeah. Because like I feel like if, if you if you take the time to watch my stuff, I, you know, I really appreciate it. Like yeah. people don't have to do that, you know, and yeah. So, like, a lot of times, like, though, like, people who have smaller channels, 
um, and less comments, I look and they don't even respond to them. I'm like, I know, bro. Like, I know. Like, you're not even going to respond to like your 10 comments? Like, come right. on, man. Like, these people took the time to ask you something. You're like, it's, it's ridiculous to me. So, no. yeah, like, I've always, every single comment gets a response. So let's use that as a um, a segue. So if you're if you're getting some nuggets from this, and you're liking what you're hearing, and you you can appreciate what we're talking about, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, <laughs> hit that notification <laughs> bell. Show show cool guys some love. Show cool guys some love. Y'all make sure you go to Noah to Flip It YouTube channel and show him some love. Subscribe for sure. Do that for your boy. We all need love. Hey man, it keeps us going. You know, if we can get these subscribers in and get these numbers up. We can keep bringing this to you, and uh, we can just be a big community, man. And you know, we can, like I said, I'm gonna bring people on here that know what they're talking about. We're not gonna come on here and just talk about any old thing and just be goofing off. I'm gonna ask good questions. We're gonna get good answers. We're gonna get transparency, and you're gonna get some nuggets that you could take back and you could build up your brand and start a whole lane for yourself. You know what I mean? Because yeah. There's nothing, because I've been there and I'm still there in certain avenues of my life. It's like things I want to do and I'm tr- I am see the end goal and I see people who have gotten to the, and I ain't going to say the end because you should always keep grinding and keep growing, but they're where you're trying to go, but they won't show you how to get there. And no one's going to hold your hand, but there's nothing wrong with giving somebody some tools for the, that they can work with. But like right now, man, it's like, nah, 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 boo, boo, you know, they're hanging carrots in your face. And saying, you're trying to get there, and, and I got the keys, but I won't give them to you. What good is that? But people are dingy, and people want to be at the top by themselves, so I don't know. <laughs> Not here. Uh, Not here. Yeah, man. Not here. We're going to give for you sure. For sure. But like, like we were saying about YouTube, man, like that first thousand subs is That's killer, hard man. as hell. And like I said... You're going to make, be making videos for nobody. You're going to make a video, it's going to have five views, and you're going to feel like crap. But you got it's. It, I, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, But I would say you got to offer something different, right? Yeah. You, just can't, you just can't copy everybody's formula. Like, when I was watching reselling videos, I was like, a lot of these are boring to me, you know? Yeah. And you I have comedy. like, I, yeah, I have a comedy kind of personality, yeah. so that to me, I infuse that into my videos and right. I edit them and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of differentiates what I do from other people. They, but if everyone's just trying to do the same thing, man, it's going to be very tough yeah. for your channel to get any kind of uh, traction because there's already people doing that exact same thing that are much bigger and there's no reason for people to tune into you when they can just watch them. Right. So right. you need to do something to differentiate yourself. And after that, you just, the YouTube has to catch you, you know, and push your video a little bit and then it'll help you get over that first thousand. And then once you get over that first thousand, if you, if you bring quality content, it does grow exponentially Yeah. Uh, after that. Once you break through that 1000, man, it's, it's all uphill from there. Yeah. It, it does. I've been stuck at six cause I don't think I've done a video in like a year. <laughs> I haven't done a video in a long time. But I'm here, man. I had to figure it out. You know, I told you that. I was like, you know what I'm doing? It's just not it for me. So I had to figure it out. So here I am. And I'm not going to stop at this because this is what I do. So, you know, it's all good. Here we are. Hey, man, I just want to throw a couple couple facts out there for you about this reselling business. So based on NARTS.org, the resale industry right now is worth $24 billion. Wow, and by 2028, it's estimated to be worth 64 billion. 
So That's if crazy. you're trying to get into reselling, there's money for you. Because, I mean, you can divide $64 billion up how many ways? Yeah, and, the, and it's reselling. Right. Buying it and selling it again. <laughs> right. Right. You're not making anything. You're just buying it and selling it buying again. Buying and selling it. Really no overhead. I mean, a little bit, but, you know, not much. And, oh, the sneaker resale business is at $6 billion. So people are yeah. like, man, and speaking of that, there's a guy by the name. You heard of this guy, Benjamin Kicks? Uh, it sounds familiar. I don't, I don't follow the little dude, man. He's, he's young. He started at okay. 13 selling kicks to DJ Khaled. Nice sales to all. Oh uh, yeah. I saw, yeah, I saw a video on that. Yep. Yeah. Getting it, man. Getting it. They say he's like, like making a, like making a million dollars or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So good stuff. Um, have you heard of, um, any of these apps like frenzy, the frenzy app, frenzy.co, um, stuff like that. Have you heard of those? I haven't know. School they, me. What are they? They're they're um I think Frenzy is an app where you can go and get the new releases without having to wait in line and, and fight people over these shoes. So you might like for re- for retail? Yeah. At retail, yeah, when they first when they first launch. Um yeah. might be something to look into. Look into it. I'm dropping gems over here. Also, have you heard of GoDaddy bookkeeping? I mean, I, no, I, I don't do all that accounting you don't stuff. Do all that? I okay. wing it. I wing it. You wing it. But if you ever want to, and for the guys who want to get into <laughs> it, uh, GoDaddy Bookkeeping it syncs your sales and your credit card purchases, organizes finances with uh, the daily. What did it say? What did I write here? Daily data imports from eBay, Etsy, PayPal, Amazon, banks, and credit cards. Might want to check that out. Get your taxes right. You don't want Uncle Sam coming. <laughs> You don't. But I, I did see I did see now that on eBay they're taking taxes out. Because I'm still selling on eBay. I'm not doing what you're doing. But that's that that's that uh Supreme Court law um that said that states have the right to tax. So uh-huh. we're yeah. not seeing like sellers aren't seeing anything. Uh eBay, like the states that are collecting, yeah. eBay just automatically adds sales tax. You don't see any of it as a seller. It just just the same thing to a seller as it always was. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunately the buyer has to pay more. So I've noticed that, like when I was purchasing, uh, I think on Goat or something. It depends where you were shipping it to, but what a a state I was shipping it to was charging sales tax. So then I was like, no, I'll just ship it to myself instead, and then it was no sales tax. So it just depends on the states. Hey, Ulysses, uh, he left a comment. He says you have to stay on top of your social media platforms and dedicate that time and always follow up. And keep following up just some marketing strategies for free. I'm giving you a nugget. Yeah, he's a publicist. He, he's a um, he's a well-known publicist in the, in the industry. And uh, he had a very, 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 very iconic client. So he does know what he's talking about. I know that guy. So, yeah. Good stuff. Nope. Good stuff. Well, Jake, man, I mean, we said we we're going to do 30 minutes. We've done 40. You want to do an hour? <laughs> That's fine, man. You just ask ask away, man. Hey, man, we're still You're the talking host. here. I got a couple more questions for you. What I got for you? I got some things written down here. Um, what what has been your most successful sale? Your profit profit margin? Oh, okay. Well, I actually have a video on that. Um, I, as it was from Goodwill, it was a um. Like the food industry uh, has people that like check bacteria levels and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like one of these handheld kind of monitors where you swipe 
something and you put it in and it tells you like the bacteria content or something like that. Oh, wow. Uh, I got it for $30 from Goodwill. Uh, I sold it for 900 Damn. I have a video on it. It's like best sale. $900? Yeah. From $30? Did you know what you were getting yourself into? You looked it up. I know because you're always. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I looked it up. I knew I could get at least 600 God, not so. What I did was who buys that there? So I had looked at the sold list. So I'll just give you an example of waiting. All right. So I had looked at the sold listings and I saw that. Wait, wait, wait. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Okay. Expound on the sold listings because that's key. So I looked the item up. Um, I saw what was what was listed. I think there was like three listed. Mm -hmm. And I think that they were all in range of each other. I think one was like uh, the used ones, right? right? I think one used one was like six hundred, another one was like six fifty, and one was like seven fifty, and then there was a new one that was like thirteen hundred. Wow! So um, I went to look at the sold listings. You just go to filter and then sold, and I saw like nine sold in the last. Uh, I think that's. 90 days or 60 days, 90 days, I think. And they used one sold upwards of 950, you know? That's crazy. So I was just like, I'm just going to wait these cheaper ones out. So I listed mine at 900 and I, I would check on it and I would see like the other ones would disappear right. until mine, until mine was like the last one. It, it was just me and the new one. Right. So it's it was either 900 or 1300. <laughs> right. They chose 900. That is so, crazy. Yeah. Wow. So I was I was feeling good when I Hell yeah, you're feeling good. You went on a shopping spree, paid some bills. <laughs> Something. But I, I, I do have I do have an item that I still have like I already said this in another like video, but I got a Mark Grace jersey from the mm -hmm. Chicago Cubs that was uh, issued to him and autographed. I saw I that. Still, I still haven't done anything with it, but I, that I paid sixty for. Um, but what I was looking at at auctions, that one could probably fetch two thousand dollars. So what are you waiting that, on? That could become my best pickup. Right. Has, I haven't done. I haven't sold it yet, but I got to give it to like a sports auction house. That right there is gonna go. That's your viral video, man. What are you waiting on? Yeah. <laughs> that's your viral video. So oh oh. So how has YouTube? Um, I got two more questions for you. Maybe three. How has YouTube leveraged your resale business, or how did your resale business leverage your YouTube channel? That's a, so what you're saying is is how how's my YouTube how did how did sales for me? How did how did they help each other? How about that? How did reselling well, help your YouTube channel grow? How did YouTube? How has YouTube? If I don't know if it has it, I don't know if it can help you resell. Maybe people see you and then they go and look at your items and they buy it. I don't know. There, there's a yeah. I mean, with with YouTube, there is a couple people that'll be like, "Hey, I saw you picked up a shoe. Um, how much?" And then they'll just PayPal me direct. So I've sold a couple things like that to people. Okay. Um, but that you know that's not like a huge thing. Um, but I have sold directly to some people and a little, you know, cheaper because there's no fees and, you know, people are showing me love. I'll give it to them, you know, right. $15 cheaper than I would on the, on the eBay. But right. um, like you should have sold me those shoes, those uh, size 14 white Jordan. Dude, I got like $160 for those. 
I know. I know, hey, I know you would have wanted them for like <laughs> cheap ass. Steve, I know you would have Hey, you don't know what I'd have paid. Steve, you would not. No, you wouldn't pay no real money. I wasn't going to pay $100. Why don't you uh, exactly. advertise? Steven says, why don't you advertise your shoes on Instagram? Uh, I mean, I guess I could. But I, I, I don't know. I was, tough, thinking, I was thinking about selling. Like, so I have like piles of like clothes and stuff like that that's pretty decent like pretty good stuff that i would never want to list uh individually so right. i was thinking about maybe just throwing like a whole reseller pile and maybe selling a couple oh, of those, those, those try to sell those on instagram to because people follow me for most part are resellers so if somebody wants to individually list those you know i'll give a whole bundle for a hundred bucks and you know who knows how much they could make on it i just don't want to list 20 shirts and you know what I mean? Right. So I might just start doing something like that. I might, cause I have a lot of just random stuff laying around here that I never got around to listing. And I just don't want to list for $25 or whatever. So I might just bundle a bunch of stuff and put that on Instagram. Okay. I think I got one final question for you. Cause remember I said, I want to bring value to people and that's, that's, that's the biggest thing for me with this channel. Right. I'm not doing this for, I'm doing it because I like it, but I, w- I really want to bring value to people. How do you bring value to your viewers and to others by reselling? How do you do that? You know, it it, it is kind of crazy. Um, well, I mean, a lot of times most people will get into, uh, especially YouTube, right? Because a lot of people are like, well, I'm reselling anyway. I'm doing this to make money. I might as well make YouTube as well. and Maybe I can make money on that. Right. So I can make I can make I can have one feed the other. And that's like the thought process, because obviously you're a hustler and you want to make money any way you can. Right. Um, but what becomes interesting is, is that people sometimes like like people DM me and they're like, you know, you really helped me. And, you know, you really uh, like I didn't know what to do to make money. And then I watched your videos and that's cool. I really appreciate, you know, and then you realize yeah. like. You actually affect like some people's lives, you know, yeah. like some people just watch it for like entertainment. But then there's some people that actually like really take it in and and, and use it and like it changes their lives. So like to me, I'm like, wow, you know, like I, I did something, yeah. you know, and not, I didn't anticipate that happening. But that's when you you kind of do transition when it, when it, it stops being just about, well, I yeah. wanted to make money. Now you're actually people like. You're helping people and you're they affecting appreciate lives. You're affecting yeah, lives, man. And that's and why. Look, and I, and I'm sorry, but that's why you have 11,000 subscribers in one year. You know what I mean? The comedy, right? You impact yeah. people. You entertain. I, people. I mean, some people just like act to say that they just can't wait for a video and it's and they lo- and it's funny and entertaining. I've seen that. I've seen that in your comments. I read your comments. You know, and um, but at the same time, you know that. That's why I don't put out a ton of videos because it's like if it's not funny or entertaining to me, I don't want to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because I could like in theory just put out more videos to get like more views and more stuff views, like that. But money. Yeah. But it, to me, it's like if it's not funny or entertaining or or at least provide some kind of useful knowledge, I'm like, I don't want to do it. Right. Because I just feel like the people who have supported me up to this point expect that from me. You know, and I don't, and I don't want to give it to them. them. You owe yeah, it to them. Yeah, and I don't want to just give them trash. So, yeah. 
You I, if I don't, if I don't have, if I don't have something good enough to present, I, I just, I gotta wait. Right. Because at the end of the day, like you said, you're not doing a YouTube thing for the money, but there is money involved, and you get a check every month, right? So you owe yeah, it to them. Yeah, I mean, it's not big. I right. mean, but it's. Could, I mean, like I was talking, we were talking about earlier. Like, if you, if you know, like my videos are like you know ten thousand views or whatever. I mean, that's that's not big money, but if you if you get lucky and the algorithm pops off and you have a four hundred k view video or something like that, yeah, you're gonna get a nice check for that. Yeah, you for know, sure. I, I haven't that hasn't happened to me yet, but there's always as a YouTuber, there's always that hope or that thought like this video might pop off and i might actually get paid you know some decent money for it right what um what video has the most views and how many views does it have do you know that uh i got a video uh like forty four thousand views mm-hmm. yeah and that's like that's like from last year uh, forty four thousand so one hundred and forty six yeah and then i have one in a similar time that's like that 42. has like 42 yeah, yeah. So what, what happens, what I notice with YouTube is if you have a big video um, and people watch it, so a lot of people watch it who aren't your subs, right? Um, your next video will get recommended to them as well. So usually if you have a big video, your next one, they, they kind of trail off, yeah, right? Because the people who aren't that interested will just stop watching, stop watching. So um, so if, I, you know, if you do get like a 400K v- video, make sure your next video is good because <laughs> – a lot of those four hundred thousand people are going to get notifications on your next video, or it's going to be in their it's going to be in their feed. So you want to make sure it's good so they can watch that and subscribe. Like the algorithm is so crazy, and, and we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up real quick. But the algorithm is, is so crazy because I had one video that was getting like a thousand, two thousand, maybe three thousand views a day. It was that make money online thing, right? Or was yeah, like, and it was yeah, all yeah. because it was piggybacking off another lady. Who had like a million views? So every time her video would play, mine would play next. Okay, I was just getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it, and then, you know it capped off at eventually. You know, people probably got tired of trying to make money off of the app, <laughs> something I don't know, but yeah. It's but you know what? Crazy. You know what's funny about that? That's actually I watched the video. There's there's actually a strategy. Uh, it's called the sequel video. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Where you where you find a video that has a ton of views, mm-hmm. and you make a similar one. Yeah. Using a lot of the same information, same tags, same description, right? And the words you say in it, similar to that video, because yeah. YouTube knows what you're saying because they close caption stuff, right, so they right, right. they catch the words you're saying too. Right. So if you present that and it's high quality, you might get lucky and it might do what your video did and piggyback so let's, off. That let's one. say some words real quick so YouTube can pick up on them. Cool card, know it to flip it, Jake. 400,000 views. Right. 400,000 <laughs> views, 1 million views, reselling, legit boys. We're going to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, all right. So so just a preview. We're, talk, we're talking about uh, – because cool, I mean, Cool Car is an actor. So I don't know if anybody knows that if you said that. but So we were talking about uh, doing a comedy channel together because we both like comedy. Yes, and kind of kind of just make because i love comedy you know I, I would love to just focus on skits and doing funny stuff so but i'm not necessarily that super brave but he's an actor so we can kind of work together and oh yeah make that make that happen we're gonna make it happen yeah. definitely gonna make it happen well listen man we're gonna wrap this up i really appreciate you being my first guest 
you know, we were virgins at this thing, you know, together. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it went all, it went great. And I, and I, I really appreciate you coming on, sharing your knowledge and kind of, you know, definitely being transparent and answering the questions. You never answered the money question of how much you make, but that's okay. Cause a man shouldn't tell how much he's making. Right. But I just right. want to give people, give them a range if they're doing it part time. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say like if you if you're doing it part if you're doing it part time and you're getting good ROI and you're spending at least ten hours like ten hours a week um, going and and finding stuff to flip I mean I really don't think you should have any problem making twenty twenty five thousand dollars and and that's that's crazy because a lot of people in America don't even make that man. Working a nine I, to five. It, that's what I'm saying. That like, and you have your own hours, you know, and but you just got to have the knowledge because you got to be able to walk into these places and know what to grab. So, the first step is always studying and watching. Honestly, you can just watch other people. You can watch other people first. Yeah. Get an idea, uh, or you can specialize in one area first. Let's say you specialize in shoes first, or electronics, or something like that. You, right. you just get a specialty first, and then you expand. But yeah, if you put the if you put the time in, I mean, making two thousand dollars a month i mean i i don't think that's difficult well there you have it get the reselling go run and resell that hey yes. real quick comments and we're gonna be out ulysses says it was very informative tonight we appreciate that we appreciate jake for making it informative thank you says appreciate the tips steve hawkins he said why don't you advertise shoes on instagram we already read that we appreciate you as well tuning in everybody that's watching this pre-recorded man we love it we love you. Make sure you subscribe. If you got some nuggets out of this, man, make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when I'm going live again. You know when Jake has a new video up because he does at least once a week and they're very comedic. Go check them out. Subscribe to him. You see the tags down below. Hit us up. See you next week. Every Tuesday, y'all tune in. It's every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be here with another guest from doing something. Bloggers whatever money people financial people who knows it's just gonna keep growing but we're gonna keep informing and giving you nuggets and having fun we might have jake back on here when we do the legit boys you know we can gotta i'll be back yeah i'll be back yeah let's do that all right jake man appreciate you have a good night and we out till next week all right thank you thank you everybody appreciate it thank you thank you thank you for sure